0: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And on this episode, we are going to title it the best laid weight loss plans. That's right. We're going to be talking about weight loss plans, uh, past, present, and uh, our thoughts. Some of the ones we've tried before. Some of the things we've tried before. All that fun stuff. But let's start with what's new with you.
1: Uh, I think the newest thing with me, other than, uh, it's Christmas season, uh, and as a trombone player, that is a big call for my kinds of people. Uh, so I've got a lot of upcoming Christmas concerts, uh, including one that I'm playing with, uh, Mike, I'm in a brass quintet who's joining Mike Bigger on stage for his big show on December 15th. So get your Imperial theater tickets (laughs) now. I'm like a constant plug machine. Um, and then the other couple of things coming up i think thinking when this episode comes out, this comes out on Wednesday. Yeah. So I have a comedy gig on the 22nd at five and dime. So that's going to be super fun. I'm really looking forward to that. And an excitement of all excitements. There's a local comedy showcase yeah. at punchlines, which is the professional comedy club in town and i got booked for 5 minutes there as part of their local showcase and i am so excited
0: that's super exciting i'm super proud of you that that's going to be awesome
1: i just can't believe it happened I, <laughs> I i wrote back to uh julie who runs punchlines and i was like holy shit really <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just i'm overwhelmed but you know yeah no that, that's super
0: exciting be so this will be your first official punchline debut Have yeah you- this will be my punchlines debut Oof, that's exciting yeah I, I assume we can get tickets uh from the punchline website that's where you
1: yeah you can get them uh through Eventbrite, like on there and it's on their facebook page it's like a local showcase uh the headliners are brad rice and matt white is the host and then there's a list of local comedians who it's a great lineup even if i'm on it nice
0: <laughs> that's super exciting
1: yeah I, what's new with you yeah tell me about I yourself
0: mean, i haven't really i'm on vacation this week which is Woo. super exciting we just finished uh, a crazy busy period at work so took a week off to sit around and be a nerd nice um the world of warcraft uh, new patch launched so there's the whole race thing happening It'll be a huge, nerd.
1: Is that a video game? Yes.
0: Okay. Super <laughs> nerdy, super nerdy video game. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Other than that, nothing really super new. Uh. Right now, where we're you know into a nice little quiet time in my work, so I'm super nice. excited about that. That's uh, awesome. Have you? I know, I know we talked about you doing your walk arounds, uh, for work. Have you guys? Have you been doing that?
1: Yeah, I have been. Uh, although I feel like I need to get my Button gear and do something else because i feel like i'm putting on some winter pounds just as, things as do. are nothing wild and crazy but i think things are just not feeling quite like they should and i need to get that in check before it checks me
0: gotcha yeah no we winter is always a killer for a lot of that stuff we, uh, most people put on a lot of weight in winter we talked about that during our yeah. season eating one we did yeah. and now it's coming true um which i think takes us into some uh interesting topic of uh weight loss plans and things like that um and we were talking about some of the ones that we we've kind of come across in our time of attempts to lose weight um but i'm wondering what's the first one that you started with
1: the first one i ever tried was weight watchers when i was about 13 or 14 i can't remember which and it was uh, the, their original points system. Okay, so they've changed. You know, they've changed systems. Yeah, they they've changed they've changed systems several times over the years. So, like when my mom first did Weight Watchers in the early '80s, I think when she was shitting the baby weight after this girl was born, <laughs> the first time. Um, it was just a formalized plan where they gave you a a diet plan and you had to follow the food. So they've changed their, their own methodology a few times and they've switched it again. It's still a point system, I believe, but I haven't done it in a long time. So I don't know, but I feel like it's more in line with the kind of higher protein, lower carbs as opposed to this. So one of the things that Weight Watchers points have had traditionally are things that are zero point items. Mm, okay and you can eat as many any of those zero point items as you want but do you know what zero point items still have the sugars calories calories <laughs> not usually not any sugar well i mean natural sugar yeah yeah well fruit and stuff had points like a point but at the time vegetables were zero points but also one of the strange things was zero percent fat-free cool whip
0: i'm down put me in i'll just eat
1: cool of all day Well, you know what? It is not actually good for you. (laughs) What? No. So like 13 or 14-year-old Caitlin would be like, This is zero (laughs) point. Oh, zero point. Because, you know, I never dealt with the actual issues. (laughs) Mental.
0: So what? when you were 13, what brought you to Weight Watchers? What was the...
1: Well, it was a thing where I would put on... It was between grade 8 and grade 9. I had gone away for the summer and... I had put on probably 30 pounds over a summer. Okay. And maybe, you know, it was twenty twenty or twenty-five pounds because I'd gone from about 170 to 195, which I look back at now, I'm like, God, I wish that's what <laughs> I weighed. And but at the same time, I was just a teenager and my mom was concerned and I didn't like gaining weight like that. And it's right. a fair amount of weight to gain all at nice. once. And so I thought, well, we should probably try something and have a Weight Watchers. So back in the day, you used to go to meetings. Yes. Because online Weight Watchers wasn't a thing. And you had your book that you had to look up all your points in and you had to write it all down diligently. And that was a pain. I hated it. I've (laughs) always hated the note-taking aspect of weight loss plans. I think
0: that's a, a struggle that a lot of people have with weight loss plans in general is keeping track of what you eat.
1: And they say it's one of the most important things in almost every strategy, but man, I hate it. Right.
0: I I think that kind of goes on with like why meal planning is almost one of the most sought after ones is because you, or people eat out way more because it's just so much easier to keep an eye and track on what you.
1: Right. So yeah, that was the first one I ever tried at that tender age. And at the time, I think I lost weight but then I gained it back and more yeah
0: 13 seems really young to start doing weight loss things but I guess I mean in the and as a male it's a lot different at that point in time in your life than is being a female I guess
1: yeah I mean I was the same height as I am today since I was 11 so I was a fully grown person yeah physically not mentally Um, are you still are you
0: a fully grown person mentally
1: even now I think so actually i'm not no maybe not but i i think i I might finally be there (laughs) i am 40
0: (laughs) um so yeah i I, that seems young when i i do know remember seeing weight watchers around that was kind of the king of kings in like the 90s even like in the early 2000s absolutely seemed like it was the big one um and then atkins really took over I i feel like to me, it seemed like from Weight Watchers to Atkins. Did that seemed right, or do was there? Well, there are between? so <laughs>
1: many interchangeable. So before the episode started, like the, my own experience is that I I went from Weight Watchers into like an Atkins style plan a few years later because my mom had read the book and then yeah. we all kind of followed it in the household. And then from there, I personally went on to the first iteration of Simply for Life. Yes, and that was back when it was really intense and they've since changed their programs over the years to be much more functional but at the time it was and i was just in early university and um it was really intense but i lost like 25 pounds in the first month i was in it
0: yeah Uh, to me simply for life was always just oh there's a meal that's a meal simply for life meal and i'd never really thought of it as like a weight loss thing more of just a, a brand of just like You know, PC brand and stuff like that. I always always saw. I always saw Simply Life as that. Well,
1: Simply for Life actually started as a local company that started as like weight loss counseling, essentially, um, way back. And they had like one little, and it's grown exponentially. It's really a great business story for this region. Uh, Bruce Sweeney, I think, is his name, has really grown an enterprise here, and he's got the you know the big store in Ross Avenue. But there's there's um, it's uh, franchised all over New Brunswick and beyond, I think, and it's really an incredible business story uh for me at that time as you know a 19 year old or something it was a plan that worked but there were some things in it like you had to drink a glass of cold ice water (laughs) as soon as you woke up as soon as you wake up yeah and then you had to eat an orange because that would kickstart your metabolism and things like that that are just like i mean we'll have experts come on the show and talk about this but like Ultimately, are just not true because <laughs> like, yeah. they, they're not
0: scientifically tested, right? Yeah, that's weird. An orange is weird. I I've heard of apples kickstarting it,
1: like kind of thing, but yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, maybe <laughs> who knows? But <laughs> at at any rate, things like you know, you it's the same thing. You'd go in in a one on one session, and you'd have a weigh in. But you know what? Places where you have to go weigh in once a week and somebody's that's- judging you—that's just a good way to like you really well. And then the minute it's good news. I left there and went to ice cream. I right. mean, to Dairy Queen to have an ice cream cone. And if it was bad news, I left there and went and had a bigger ice cream cone.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had um, a friend, another friend um, who was doing, like, the Weight Watcher stuff. And they would, like, push themselves to, like, make sure that at weigh-in, they were at a lower, at the point they're supposed to be, like, Right after weigh in, though, it would be like all out whatever I want, and then all of a sudden it'd be like, okay, weigh in's coming up, and they would like, like it was almost like they weren't really being super healthy with it. They right. weren't just, they were just trying to be praised on the other side of the the scale,
1: right? And it's a it's a funny thing with all of these programs because the other, well, the other big one at the of the day, do you remember all the advertisements? And I didn't try any of these, but for like Jenny Craig, yeah
0: the smooth the the slim fast smoothies the slim fast smoothies which are still around
1: yeah and then the other one was like the was it the la diet or something where they'd mail you your food do you remember I seeing the advertisements I don't for remember the la diet Something i think it was called that but like there are all these things and this is was building so much in north america and beyond where it was just such a hyper focus on all of this and while i think any program where you reduce your number of calories and increase your movement and you create a calorie deficit, they're all going to work to a point. It's a matter of keeping,
0: keeping up with it. Right. If you, the moment you fall off, you get that yo-yo effect, right? Like I stop and I gain weight and then I go back, go back on it and I lose weight and I get back on it and yo-yo back. And which is really dangerous.
1: And, um, yeah. So, for me, I also tried... remember the Curves gym? Do you remember your hearing? I do remember Curves. It was like the women's only... It was gym, a women's right? only gym, and it was a circuit training, and it was actually pretty fun. Like, they played fun music, and it was all, like, by your own. Any The more effort you put in, the harder it would get on the machines. That's interesting. Okay. Um, And it, that was pretty fun, and there was a diet plan that went with that that I tried when I was in university. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I I know, like, for me,
0: through like school like high school up through i was not really concerned about my weight as much as because i was like especially in high school i was playing sports all the time i was always swimming i was always on the go. i was always doing stuff so weight wasn't a huge thing it was once i hit university that's kind of where that started and i know that i didn't do a lot of the the weight loss things that everyone else did but i did try some like milkshakes oh yeah uh, just like doing like fruit smoothies in the morning for breakfast instead of like a full-fledged breakfast which is great and i enjoyed it but over time it it just became a i didn't really care to make the smoothie or i didn't want to you know didn't want to get the blender
1: out and that kind of thing Clean the blender from the day before. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. So it's <laughs> all these little things that you have to do to keep it going. And it just fell off for me at some point. So I try every once in a while, but it's just never, never could keep it going.
1: Yeah. Well, some things are hard. And, and so far we've talked about relatively legitimate strategies that you know have some basis in health <laughs> yeah and like balance and things like that like but have you ever tried any of those like super oh my fad diets I, I did not um but i had a
0: friend who did the chili pe- peppers and i can't remember ginger i feel like it was chili peppers and ginger and water for like a week And that was chili
1: pepper lemon and water. Lemon, that's right. I know because I tried it. Yes, yes, yes. I've also tried the cabbage soup diet.
0: Oh, uh, so my wife's
1: mother tried that cabbage soup diet,
0: I guess, when she was
1: You know what's awesome about the cabbage soup that you make is the first couple bowls of it are quite delicious because you can spice it up how you want and it feels really good. But when you eat and, but the whole point of that is that you're eating cabbage soup for like two or three meals a day and not much else. Yeah. So you can eat as much cabbage soup as you want. That sounds gassy. <laughs> to say that I nearly shit myself would be an understatement. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. there were some real urgent bathroom runs yeah. in that scenario. And you're right. Gassy is correct. And by the end of that week, you think if I ever see another bowl of, <laughs> freaking cabbage soup again i'm gonna throw it up against the wall and i think some of those
0: really off the wall ones like the the chili pepper and lime and stuff are not necessarily they're first they're not really healthy for you but i think it's more about just like destroying everything in your body so that you lose weight than anything well, else. well
1: yeah because you're still reducing at some point your body will probably kick in and be like mm-hmm, you're not feeding me so i'm going to protect every fat cell right. i have um, the other one I tried, which was, this, is actually kind of a, a wild story and a really good advice on the perils of following these sorts of things. is I bought a juicer, there was one on sale at the home hardware in Woodstock, a Jack LaLanne juicer.
0: Jack. La- All right, then
1: he was like a, a professional athlete, like tennis player or something turned, um, TV icon in the fifties and sixties, I think. <laughs> And so he had this branded juicer and I bought it for, I don't know, 30 bucks or something. I didn't have a lot of money. I was a student then, a journalism student, which means I should have investigated and knew better (laughs) than to follow this silly thing. And all I did is juice vegetables and fruit and drink it. And I didn't eat anything else except anything that I could make with this juicer. So, you know, I made some cool fruit and vegetable juice combinations I made like a pure vegetable one, then heated it up in the microwave (laughs) with pepper and called it soup. And (laughs) I'm like juice, juice, juice all the time until I I went, we went for a tour of the legislature. Um, again, when I was a journalism student and all I'd consumed for like four days was juice. Yeah. And I had an incident where I nearly passed out and got really faint and like, Oh my goodness. So then we ended up eating at the legislature um, cafeteria and I had oh. a cheeseburger and I don't know if that cheeseburger was any good, but it felt like the best tasting cheeseburger <laughs> I've ever had in my entire life.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, after not eating real food for a very long time, just juice, just juice, delicious juice.
1: <laughs> it stopped being delicious after a while.
0: <laughs> That's kind of reminds me of, of like all those like fad uh, ones that are specifically appliances. Like, yeah. air air fryers were originally sold as like a substitute to help you lose weight because you weren't using grease to deep fry. Your first off, I don't know that many people that actually owned a deep fryer. I know a lot of people that own an air fryer. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so all of a sudden you're eating chicken wings that you never ate before, but they were made in air fryer, so That's it's right, fine. It's, it's
0: fine. And, and no, not to knock an air fryer. Air fryers are great. I love my air fryer. Yeah, same. But I don't. Consider it a healthier alternative to just baking them. Like they're, you're literally just baking faster is what you're doing.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, do you remember uh, the the precursor to the air fryer to make your meat leaner was the George Foreman grill? Oh, I had one of those too. Yes, the George and it yeah because it, it had the
0: grease tray that dripped all the grease out. Yeah. Yes, I do mm-hmm. remember the George Foreman grills. Those were
1: disgusting to clean do you think of how much money that these organizations and companies have made over the years at the helm of and on the backs of people who are like i just want a get thin quick scheme
0: yeah and there's just not to that in reality there's just not a get thin quick scheme it's work and it takes work and it takes time and you have to put the work in.
1: Yes, I mean, and honestly, as we've talked about before, maybe thin isn't the goal. And,
0: right? No, a hundred percent. That's the other thing is we we pull ourselves to certain standards um that aren't necessarily realistic. And it's not even just in today's age; it's been across the entire time, which is a whole other topic. It is a whole other about. topic, which we'll um, talk about next week, probably. Side, yeah, we probably will. <laughs> um, So it, it, that standard is definitely there that we're trying to achieve. That's just not realistic. Um, And like we said, we've, we've talked about before, it's, it's about being, feeling healthy and moving and, and, you know,
1: getting that extra and not necessarily being thin. Right. And I don't know. And some of these programs do work like all of these, like I've said, a lot of these programs work and some of them, it's just about them being sustainable. And sometimes it's just that accountability. And that's why like this podcast right. generally has worked so well for me is because it's like every two weeks I know that I'm gonna meet up with Isaiah and I have to tell <laughs> well, him like and all of you, like I don't care and be like, you know what? I had a milkshake with my breakfast this morning. <laughs> that happened today. Milkshake um, with your breakfast. I mean it was brunch.
0: Have you done the the mimosa brunch at uh Big N- Tide yet? No, not yet. Have oh, you? Man, no, I haven't, but I want to,
1: yeah.
0: Next weekend, worth <laughs> birthday. Well, that's true, um, but yeah, I think accountability is definitely a huge thing. Um, whether it's accountability to yourself, accountability to other people, um, and I think that's partially why those like things like Weight Watchers and stuff work for a time because you are accountable to someone. But yeah. It, it's almost like you're paying someone to be accountable to them, which is not, it's not
1: almost like that. It is exactly that you were exactly paying somebody for that and a fair amount of money. And then you get into
0: weird diets. Like I, I never, so there's the Atkins diet and the keto diet, which I, when I, everything I look at the keto diet and I think kind of the Atkins diet was kind of in the same vein. There's something unhealthy within that, or at least the way in which a lot of people do it. Is Yeah, that unhealthy. The, the, it makes sense. Like all those diets make sense in, in a, the scheme of things, as long as you do it the right way. But there are certain things like the keto diet where it's like, oh, I can eat as much bacon as I want. And it's like, well, no,
1: that's that's not actually how it's going to work. And that and people, but here's the deal people do that and they do lose weight because you do go into ketosis when you completely limit your sugars. But you ever see somebody eating like a pound of bacon, but well, I can't touch that carrot, there's too right. much sugar in it. There's something intrinsically wrong in my brain, and I'm just like, and I'm not a doctor, right? <laughs> and I haven't studied any of this, but it just seems like it's everything that we've wrong. ever been told about cholesterol and all of those things if fat and all of those things now there's this whole other debate out there that says that big sugar not the band big sugar <laughs> um kind of perpetuated a lot of the anti-fat um stereotyping and and stuff because the actual fat is actually not bad for you but sugar is the main killer. But so many people would stand to lose money if sugar became the enemy. Uh, But I I really don't know. That seems
0: super conspiracy to me. I think. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't know. I I think fat clogs your arteries quite a bit. And uh, it just seems like that's.
1: But, you know, once we have a guest on. uh, That's true.
0: We will will be able to ask the
1: the doc. Ask the
0: tough asking questions. Because guess what? You and I really don't know. That's true. I do not know. It just seems counterintuitive. I don't I can see if I see people and I see them losing weight, but I also see their faces getting redder and them looking less like they are actually healthy. Maybe they've lost weight, but they seem to. Yeah,
1: because you're putting your body into ketosis, which means
0: you're basically trying to put yourself into a diabetic coma
1: <laughs> which is not great no it doesn't seem great does doesn't not s- seem great to me and and sometimes it's like a trade-off like anything else like some people maybe need to lose for health reasons a good chunk of weight with relative speed and that's a way to yeah, a means to an man. end as long as you have a transition off of it because then it becomes like every other thing where it becomes this big yo-yo yeah. and i don't know if you've seen the people who've been on keto for any length of time whether it's two months two years and then they start eating bread again.
0: Yeah, and I'm like,
1: "Well, is it sustainable to say you're never going to eat bread again?" And to me, it's
0: not. It definitely, I love carbs.
1: Yeah, me I am, too.
0: I am terrible. Um, but it's interesting how like we these even the, these like diet. I hate to use the word fad, but I just don't have another word in my brain that I can think of to say right now um get into our lives like and again we've talked we we're going to talk about next week actually and which is a pretty good segue to like end this episode is how they get into our lives through media through um what we see on tv or and today's age social media internet all that stuff so i think that will lead us into next week's topic um, where we'll talk a little bit about how social media and media has affected our body images and uh, these diets that we see all right but until next week where can people find you on the internet
1: uh, people can find me at kate and isaiah living large on facebook at kate d on instagram at fat caitlin on TikTok, and at the caitlin dean on x and what about you
0: i am maritime mm-hmm. brews everywhere and uh, again we you can find that buy us a mic or buy us a coffee link, uh, in the description below. Or if you're watching on YouTube, it'll be up here again. Uh, and then of course, if you're listening on Spotify and all those things, uh, you can definitely, if you want to watch the video, jump on over to YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like share and subscribe button. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, but until next week, thanks for listening. Bye.